Hello there, I'm Brandon Julian, the host of the Update Podcast. We have been banished from broadcasting today, but much like a celebrity dev hoax, we will be popping up intermittently until next week. Now, if you are hearing this, this means one of three things. Either A, today is an off day from the College of Staten Island, and I am at home relaxing comfortably in my bed. Uh, B, I'm either sick because of the interchanging weather, or C, I am out with my wife. I will personally let you figure out which is which on your own time. Anyway, in the meantime, while you're figuring that out, enjoy a rebroadcast of the update from our archive. Looking back at the past three years we did on radio and also during this coronavirus crisis from the very beginning. So it might just sound a little bit different, just with really better microphone quality. Anyway, until next time, enjoy today's rebroadcast of the update. And in the words of Roger Grimsby, Bill Butel, hoping that your news will be good news, I thank you very much for joining me. Good luck, be safe, and please be well. You're listening to The Update with Brandon Julian on New York's only EDM station. This is 90.3 WKRB, Kingsborough Community College, Brooklyn, New York. Good morning. A judge today is poised to hear the oral arguments over President Trump's effort to block congressional subpoenas seeking financial records from two banks as the presidential financial battle wages on. We'll have the latest details. Local prosecutors say that the key to get into an affordable housing complex and take advantage of the vulnerable who are looking for affordable housing was bribery, about $875,000 of it. The Mets and the Yankees both had wins last night. Pete Alonso hit a long-tying home run in the eighth inning, and Ahmed Rosario had a winning infield single with two out as the Mets rallied from deficits three times to beat the Nats. Well, Clint Frazier homered twice and had a career-high five RBIs. Gary Sanchez contributed a three-run homer, and the Yankees kept up their assault on Baltimore pitching in another route. In California, there's a one-of-a-kind aquarium. It has built what is believed to be one of the world's largest habitats for sea dragons, the lesser-known cousin of the seahorse. And it's a movie experience for dogs in Texas that was created just for dog lovers. Canine Cinemas in Plano provides a space for humans to watch their favorite movies with their canine. This is the update, Wednesday, May the 22nd, 2019. You're listening to 90.3 WKRB, Brooklyn's best rhythmic station. And now, Brandon Julian with an hour of news and information and your exclusive WKRB forecast. This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB and WKRB.org. Everything you need to know because anything can happen in New York City. And good morning, everyone. Welcome to the update on a Wednesday morning, another hump day in the month of May. We are inching closer and closer to Memorial Day weekend, and the weather for once is finally cooperating. It really has been a huge 180 
since that washout on Mother's Day weekend. We're going to have another beautiful sunny day on tap. I'm Brandon Julian. Thank you so much for joining us. We have a lot of news to get to this morning. Uh, We will begin with a judge in Manhattan Federal Court. Uh, He's poised to hear the oral arguments today over President Trump's effort to block congressional subpoenas seeking records from two financial records from two banks. Uh, This hearing occurs after congressional Democrats sought the information from Deutsche Bank and Capital One. Uh, Trump, his family and his company contend in a Manhattan federal court lawsuit that the subpoenas are unlawful and unenforceable. Lawyers for the congressional Democrats responded by saying ruling in Trump's favor would undermine the constitutional separation of powers and impede congressional probes. Uh, Deutsche Bank has lent Trump's real estate company millions of dollars over the years. Prior to the hearing before Judge Eduardo Ramos, uh, Trump's lawyers say the judge should temporarily block Congress from obtaining the records. They say that they want enough time to fully litigate the subpoenas' legality. On to some of the other news of this Wednesday. And at the disciplinary trial of Officer Daniel Pantaleo, uh, after Eric Garner died following a confrontation with the NYPD back in 2014, one officer who was involved in the struggle says that he wrote a paperwork exaggerating the seriousness of the dead man's suspected crime. Officer Justin D'Amico testified yesterday during the disciplinary trial of Officer Daniel Pantaleo. Pantaleo, of course, is accused of placing Garner in a banned chokehold during the arrest. Garner was suspected of selling loose, untaxed cigarettes. After he died, D'Amico said he filled out arrest papers that included a felony tax charge that would have required prosecutors to prove that he had sold 10,000 untaxed cigarettes. D'Amico acknowledged yesterday that it was not the correct charge. D'Amico said Garner had fewer than 100 cigarettes on him when police tried to arrest him. WKRB News Time is now 9.33. Anita Hill, Bob Woodward, and three Saudi Arabian dissidents were among those who were honored last night at the annual gala hosted by PEN America, the literary and human rights organization. Hill, best known for testifying in 1991 that then-Supreme Court nominee Clarence Thomas had sexually harassed her, was celebrated last night as an inspiration for the hashtag MeToo movement. Woodward was praised for his Watergate reporting and long history of investigative journalism. Penn gave its Freedom to Ride award to the activists of Nauf Abuzalzi's uh, Lujain al-Hathlol, and Iman al-Nafjan, uh, all of whom are currently facing trial in Saudi Arabia for their advocacy of women's rights. Uh, the gala was held at the American Museum of Natural History with John Oliver serving as host. Presenters included Lupita Nyong'o, who introduced Hill, and historian Robert Caro, who preceded Woodward. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Meanwhile, this morning, back in Manhattan Federal Court, 
Attorney Michael Abinati says that he expects to be indicted here in the coming days following his March arrest on charges that he tried to extort millions of dollars from Nike. Abinati posted a Twitter message yesterday saying that he intends to fight the, quote, legally baseless allegations and vowed to clear his name. Uh, The U.S. Attorney's Office here in Manhattan declined to comment. Abinati, you may remember, was arrested in March after federal prosecutors said that he threatened to expose that Nike paid high school basketball players unless the company paid him up to $25 million. He denied those allegations and separate charges of tax, wire, and bank fraud in California. Prosecutors there say that Abinati embezzled settlement funds and proceeds from other matters he handled for several clients. WKRB News Time is now 9.35. At the sex trafficking trial of Keith Rainier, uh, there was a witness who says that the self-help guru was a coward during his capture in Mexico and a bully with a disobedient follower. The testimony came yesterday from Lauren Salzman, a former member of a secret upstate New York society of sex slaves, whom prosecutors say were branded with Rainier's initials. Salzman was with Rainier last year in Mexico when, when authorities tried to arrest him on a U.S. warrant. Uh, she testified, and rather than try to protect her, he hid in a closet as they broke down the door. She also detailed how he disciplined a defiant member of his group called Nixfium by forcing her to stay in a bedroom for two years. Rainier himself has pleaded not guilty in the case. His attorneys say interactions with the women were all consensual. Meanwhile, this morning, prosecutors as well, they're saying that they're not quite finished investigating the campaign finance violations by President Trump's former personal lawyer. A federal judge yesterday uh, agreed to keep search warrant materials related to the investigation under seal until at least mid-July after prosecutors submitted a letter explaining that the probe is still ongoing. Michael Cohen, of course, is serving a three-year prison sentence after admitting paying off two women who claimed they had affairs with Trump. Prosecutors say that Trump directed the payments, but the president himself denies any wrongdoing. The search warrants preceded the raids on Cohen's home and office back in April of last year. Media organizations had persuaded the judge to release much of the material related to the warrants earlier, but not the sections related to the campaign finance investigation. WKRB News Time is now 9.38. In Brooklyn, prosecutors there say that the key to getting to an affordable, affordable housing complex was bribery, about $875,000 of it. Two Luna Park Housing Corporation board members and an office manager pleaded not guilty yesterday to conspiracy and other charges. Brooklyn DA Eric Gonzalez told reporters that the scam worked something like this. Quote, corrupt insiders got cash bribes <coughs> excuse me, 
Applicants got the apartment they wanted without having to wait, and honest families were left out in the cold. Prosecutors say the three women took payoffs and forged documents to give apartment seekers priority for 18 units at the publicly subsidized development in Coney, excuse me, in Coney Island. Apartments sell at below market rates, and the waits for those apartments can be years long. Prosecutors say the individual bribes range from $10,000 to $120,000, and the proceeds, the proceeds, I should say, went to buy Florida condos, fur coats, and more. Meanwhile, this morning, California on the West Coast has joined nearly two dozen states and municipalities in suing the federal government to stop a new rule that left health care clinicians decline to provide abortions and other services that conflict with their moral or religious beliefs. California Attorney General Javier Becerra filed a lawsuit yesterday in San Francisco. It calls the rule unlawful, reckless, and contradictory to laws that seek to protect patients from discrimination and ensure access to care. The lawsuit says the rule effectively authorizes discrimination and could curb access to health care for LGBTQ residents, among others. 23 states and municipalities brought a similar lawsuit yesterday in New York federal court. The city of San Francisco sued over the regulation back on May 2nd, hours after President Trump had announced it. WKRB News Time is now 9.40. To the state capitol in Albany we go now, where lawmakers in the state assembly's Republican minority want to extend the time between parole hearings for prison inmates that are doing time for certain violent felony convictions. Assembly Minority Leader Brian Kolb of Kendinigua was joined at the state capitol yesterday by other GOP lawmakers and Ramona Bontofai to call for the passage of the legislation known as Ramona's Law. The bill would extend the time between parole reconsiderations from the current two years to five years for inmates convicted of violent felonies such as first and second degree murder, rape, and predatory sexual assault against a child. The legislation is named for Bonto Fahi, a Western New York woman who was raped and kidnapped in 1992. The man in prison for the crimes was denied parole back in March. The Associated Press, for the record, does not identify sexual assault victims unless they come forward publicly. And finally this morning, uh, the Democratic-controlled legislature is now approved a measure that would ban the manufacture, sale, and possession of 3D-printed guns and other undetectable firearms. The Assembly passed the bill on Monday, five days after the legislation was approved by the Senate. This new measure would ban all firearms whose components can't be detected by security screening technology, such as X-rays and metal detectors. The bill now goes to Governor Cuomo for approval or veto. Cuomo, of course, has successfully pushed for tighter gun control laws here in the state in recent years. His office says it will review the bill 
one of several gun control measures that's been approved by lawmakers this year. Uh, Other states have banned 3D guns, or they're considering doing so. Earlier this month, Washington state approved new laws that ban undetectable guns. WKRB News Time now, 942. We still have a lot more to cover on the update this uh, Wednesday morning. It's just going to be another. (coughs) It's just going to be another beautiful sunny day out here. Lots of sunshine. And we have lots of planned work on the subways. Your traffic and weather together is coming up next. And then we're going to talk some sports this morning, including how the Mets walked it off in their last turn at bat. And the Yankees kept up their assault on the Orioles. It's all coming up in just one minute. This is the update with Brandon Julian on a Wednesday morning. Another hump day in the month of May here on 90.3 WKRB. News for New Yorkers who never stop moving. You're listening to the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Attention men under the age of 35. You know what really impresses the ladies? When a guy has a few drinks and later gets pulled over for buzz driving. That could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. There goes let's grab dinner and a movie. Oh, I know. You drive more carefully when you're buzzed. You've proven that hundreds of times. A woman admires that kind of confidence. And you've practiced how to speak if a cop does pull you over. Slowly, clearly, and politely like, good evening, officer. A woman admires that kind of foresight. And what woman doesn't find it adorable that you call it buzzed even though the law calls it drunk? You could kiss $10,000 goodbye, along with any chance of having a girlfriend. Because nothing says, I'm a catch, more than a guy who lives in his parents' basement and calls it my place. Buzzed, busted, and broke. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Of all the radio stations in New York, we just happen to be one of them. This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for Traffic and Weather Together. WKRB News Time now 945. Let's get you started with a check of the local subways this morning if you're uh, taking the trains. Uh, you have planned work, midday planned work, on your 4, 5, 6, B, D, F, M, G, J, Z, N, Q, R, W, the Rockaway Park Shuttle, and the Staten Island Railway. For more in-depth information, you can check your customer information center at your local subway station under weekday work, or you can visit mta.info. They have all the information up there as well. Or you can download the My MTA app. Other than that, your other subway lines, 1, 2, 3, 7, A, C, E, and L trains, they do not have planned work on them, so they should be running on or close to schedule right now. Uh, Let's get you a brief check of the roadways if you happen to be driving. There's just the building traffic on the normal suspects. Uh, The Verrazano Bridge, the lower level, is road construction. takes out the left lane as you head over to the Brooklyn side. Uh, The usual building traffic on the Gowanus as you head toward the uh, Manhattan and the Brooklyn Bridges. (laughs) Uh, In eastern Queens, on the Grand Central Parkway eastbound, accident takes out two lanes 
uh, over at exit 16 near Parsons Boulevard. You're backed up to Jewel Avenue over at exit 11. And then there's, of course, the Bruckner Expressway eastbound as you head on the RFK Triborough Bridge. And as you head from the George Washington Bridge trying to connect over to I-95, there's usual building traffic there. Alternate side parking and meter rules, they are in effect today, and garbage and recycling is on schedule. Let's take a first look right now at our exclusive WKRB forecast. Really, there is nothing to complain about in the weather department right now. Uh, (laughs) uh, We've had just a couple of days of sunshine and blue skies, a couple of patchy clouds here and there. Uh, But now we're just going to throw in a couple of minor shower chances. There's nothing too heavy. There are no washouts. But uh, when these showers are there, you might need to pop up the umbrella because they could be heavy at times. Uh, For this afternoon, however, nothing to worry about. We'll have sunny skies, highs around 74. And then for tonight, we'll have a chance of showers, uh, mainly in the early morning. Otherwise, partly cloudy, lows around 59. Currently outside right now, it is 61 degrees and sunny. Humidity is at 40%. The wind's rather than north at 5 miles per hour. 61 degrees. We're going up to around 74 this afternoon. WKRB News Time is now 948. Now, with the latest scores and highlights, it's time for the sports update. So, we all know the Mets have been scuffling as of late. Uh, They got swept by the Marlins over the weekend. They're trying to rebound against the Washington Nationals, who've had a really disappointing year up to this point. And uh, it kept going last night. Pete Alonso hit a tying home run, a long one in the eighth inning. Ahmed Rosario had a winning infield single with two outs in the ninth. And the Mets rallied from deficits three times to beat the Nationals six to five. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Washington led one nothing in the fifth, three to one in the seventh, and five to four in the eighth. But the Mets kept bouncing back and won their second in a row after GM Brody Van Wagenen said that Mickey Calloway will remain the team's manager for the foreseeable future. Meanwhile, we told you about this uh, yesterday, the barbs between Mets third baseman Todd Frazier and Washington outfielder Adam Eaton. Well, last night, they they traded barbs from a distance. Uh, the teams were once teammates with the White Sox in 2016, but they have an archimanious history. Uh, you may remember last August 26th at City Field, Frazier yelled at Eaton and the two exchanged words. Uh, earlier that month, a few of the Mets took exception with a hard slide by Eaton into second base that injured infielder Philip Evans. So the bad blood is definitely sticking around with these two teams probably for the rest of the year. And finally this morning, we'll go down to Baltimore where the Yankees keep on their winning ways. Clint Frazier, homer twice and had a career high five RBIs. Gary Sanchez contributed a three-run homer. And the Yankees kept up their assaults on Baltimore pitching in an 11-4 route. Uh, the Yankees made it easy for Domingo Herman to win his sixth consecutive start and increase his major league league his major league leading victory total. That's a hard word to say. Stevie Wilkerson has had a home run uh, for the Orioles. Uh, in terms of today's action, Yankees continue their road trip in Baltimore and gets the Orioles tonight. <coughs> Excuse me. 
The Yankees are in Baltimore to face the Orioles tonight at 7.05. Uh, CC Sabathia, he'll get the ball for the Yankees. Dan Straley will go for the Orioles. And the Mets are at home to face the Nationals tonight at 7.10 in a Cy Young Award matchup. Jacob DeGrom will get the ball for the Mets. Max Scherzer will go for Washington. WKRB News Time now 9.51. When we come back on the update this morning, it'll be time to talk about our weirder but true stories. We'll tell you about how officials at a zoo had to euthanize a flamingo, tragically. And we'll tell you also about a woman who had who settled against the business for a lot of money. And then we'll also talk about what happened on this day in history that's coming up in just one minute. This is the update with Brandon Julian on a Wednesday morning, another hump day in the month of May here at 90.3 WKRB. Keep it tuned in to WKRB. The update returns in a moment. Listen, my life changed because someone was there to get me to use drugs. No one can understand. Whether or not they've struggled with addiction themselves, people seem to think that having someone who will listen is going to help make it better. I'm realizing that I... I need help. I'm listening. I need help. I'm realizing that I think that having someone who will listen is going to help make it better. Whether or not they've struggled with addiction themselves, people seem to understand. No one can get me to use drugs. My life changed because someone was there to listen. One in seven Americans will struggle with addiction during their lifetime. Want to know how you can help? Go to heretolisten.com for tips and tools to help turn addiction around. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council. Paging common sense, paging common sense. Is there any common sense left in the room? This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Welcome back to the update. Brandon Julian here. Wednesday morning here on 90.3 WKRB. We are also streaming online, WKRB.org. Weather's finally warm, but for those people who have been battling with the coughs and the colds, it's it's making it extremely, extremely difficult to get over the hump. Uh, <laughs> how long will we keep this warm? And what is your Memorial Day weekend looking like? Well, we'll give you details. Our exclusive WKRB forecast coming up in our next half hour. Uh, our WKRB news time is now 9.53. Uh, it is time to talk about the weird but true stories we have for this Wednesday. Uh, and we begin out in Bloomington, Illinois. Uh, officials at a zoo there, they say they had to euthanize a flamingo after it was struck by a rock that was thrown by a child. Director Jay Telzoff told the Pentagraph in an email that a juvenile guest accidentally injured the bird on Monday by skipping a rock into the habitat at Miller Park Zoo in Bloomington. Uh, (coughs) Tetzloff says the rock broke the flamingo's leg 
and the staff determined that the best course of action was to euthanize the bird. Tetzloff says the zoo is working with the child's family to move forward. He says the zoo sees no need to change the layout. I feel sorry for, I feel sorry for the bird and for that bird's family. Uh, if the bird had any family, I, I don't know. Anyway, uh, finally this morning, we'll go up east to uh, Bridgeport in Connecticut. Uh, there was a woman there who got hot wax dropped in her eye. Oh, that sounds true. She'll just reading this. Uh, at a beauty spa, has now settled a lawsuit against the now-closed business for $400,000. Uh, Frank Bailey, an attorney for 61-year-old Gail Ginopolo of Monroe, says his client suffered permanent eye injuries from the botched eyebrow wax and incurred about $4,700 in medical expenses. The settlement was first reported by the Connecticut Law Tribune. Diane Paula went to the Fairfield Spa in July of 2016 to get her eyebrows waxed. According to the lawsuit, while the salon's manager was in the process of applying wax to Diane Paula's eyebrows, he got into an argument with another customer and dropped hot wax into her right eye. Uh, the settlement was reached with the help of a mediator. Uh, the Tribune did leave a message with the spa's attorney. <clears throat> I would like to, I honestly would like to see a picture of uh, what that woman, uh, what the woman looks like now. Does she have a patch over her? I don't know. Uh, WKRP News Time now 956. Uh, let's talk about what happened on this day in history for this uh, May the 22nd. The highlight of this day came in 1992, when after a rain lasting nearly 30 years, Johnny Carson hosted NBC's Tonight Show for the final time. Uh, Jay Leno took over as host three days later. In 1868, a major train robbery took place near Marshfield, Indiana, as members of the Reno gang made off with $96,000 in loot. In 1939, the foreign ministers of Germany and Italy, Joachim von Ribbentrop and Galizo Ciano, signed a Pact of Steel committing the two countries to a military alliance. In 1960, an earthquake of magnitude 9.5, the strongest ever measured, struck southern Chile claiming some 1,655 lives. In 1962, Continental Airlines Flight 11, en route from Chicago to Kansas City, Missouri, uh, crashed after a bomb apparently brought on board by a passenger exploded, killing all 45 occupants of the Boeing 707. In 1964, President Lyndon B. Johnson, speaking at the University of Michigan, outlined the goals of his great society, saying that it rests on abundance and liberty for all and demands an end to poverty and racial injustice. In 1968, the nuclear-powered submarine USS Scorpion, with 99 men on board, sank in the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, the remains of the sub were later found on the ocean floor, about 400 miles southwest of the Azores. In 1969, the lunar model of Apollo 10 with Thomas B. Stafford and Eugene Cernan aboard 
flew to within nine miles of the moon's surface in a dress rehearsal for the first lunar landing. In 1981, Yorkshire Ripper Peter Supcliffe uh, was convicted in London of murdering 13 women and was sentenced to life in prison. In 1998, a federal judge ruled that Secret Service agents could be compelled to testify before the grand jury in the Monica Lewinsky investigation. Also, voters in Northern Ireland and the Republic of Ireland turned out to to cast ballots, giving resounding approval to a Northern Ireland peace accord. In 2001, the Ford Motor Company said it planned to spend more than $2 billion to replace up to 13 million Firestone tires on its vehicles because of safety concerns. In 2011, a tornado devastated Joplin, Missouri, with winds up to 250 miles per hour claiming at least 159 lives and destroying about 8,000 homes and businesses. And in 2017, a suicide bomber set off an improvised explosive device that killed 22 people at the end of an Ariana Grande concert in Manchester, England. And I remember it well. We were on the air that morning uh, in the aftermath of that attack. WKRB News Time now, 10 on the nose when we come back on the update this morning. Uh, we'll, we still have a lot more to talk about. I uh, will give you a recap of our top story. A judge is poised to hear oral arguments over President Trump's effort to block congressional subpoenas seeking financial records from two banks. We'll have the latest details. We'll also give you another check of your traffic and weather together. We'll go to Wall Street. We'll talk some business news that's happening there. Later on, we'll talk national news, including how a Southern California aquarium has now built what is believed to be the one of the world's largest habitats for sea dragons, the lesser-known cousin of the seahorse. And in our honorable mention today, there's a new movie theater in Texas that was created just for dog lovers. Canine Cinemas in Plano provides a space for humans to watch their favorite movies with their canine. It's all coming up in this next half hour. We pause 10 seconds right now for our station to identify itself. This is the update with Brandon Julian on a Wednesday morning uh, on 90.3 WKRB. News for New Yorkers who never saw moving. You're listening to the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. WKRB, Kingsborough Community College, Brooklyn, New York. Hi, this is Carvel Gray, and tune in with me on the Soul Jazz Phenom every Sunday from 1 to 3 p.m. Travel through the music world. Some call it old school, others call it classics. You'll hear artists like The Temptation. Donnie Hathaway, Herbie Hancock, and each program will profile an artist like Nina Simone. Much more than this, I did it my way. And Marvin Gaye. Oh, what's going on? What's going on? 
So you'll be crazy not to tune in every Sunday from 1 to 3 p.m. right here on 90.3 WKRB and uh, WKRB.org. You're listening to Brooklyn's best rhythmic station, 90.3 WKRB with Brandon Julian. Now, the update continues on 90.3 WKRB. It's everything that you need to know because anything can happen in New York. And good morning again, everyone. Welcome back to the update on a Wednesday morning. It's just going to be another beautiful, sunny day around here in the big city. We finally turned the curve. We are inching ever so closer to the unofficial start of summer in Memorial Day weekend. I'm Brandy Julian. Thank you so much for staying with us. Let's get you a recap of our top story this morning. Uh, A judge in Manhattan federal court today is poised to hear the oral arguments over President Trump's effort to block congressional subpoenas that are seeking financial records from two banks. This hearing occurs after congressional Democrats sought the information from Deutsche Bank and Capital One. Uh, Trump, his family and his company, though, contend in a lawsuit that the subpoenas are unlawful and unenforceable. Lawyers for the Congressional Democrats responded by saying ruling in Trump's favor would undermine the constitutional separation of powers and impede congressional probes. Uh, Deutsche Bank has lent Trump's real estate company millions of dollars over the years. Prior to the hearing before Judge Eduardo Ramos, Trump's lawyers say that the judge should temporarily block Congress from obtaining the records. They say that they want enough time to fully litigate the subpoena's legality. As our top story on the update this Wednesday, uh, let's get you around the city in the tail end of the morning rush. Whether you're traveling by train or by car, WKRB News Time is now 10.04. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for traffic and weather together. Let's get you started again with a check of the subways. We have more lines that have planned work. Your 4, 5, 6, B, D, F, M, G, J, Z, L, N, Q, R, W, the Rockaway Park Shuttle, and the Staten Island Railway, they all have midday planned work on them. For more in-depth information, you can check your customer information center at your local subway station under weekday work. You can visit mta.info or, as they're saying these days, you can download the MyMTA app. Uh, (laughs) Other than that, your other subways, your 1, 2, 3, 7, A, C, and E trains, they do not have planned work on them, so they should be running on a close schedule. Let's briefly go back over to these roadways. And again, it's the usual building traffic and the normal suspects as you head from the Verrazano Bridge heading into the Gowanus Expressway as you head toward the Brooklyn and the Manhattan Bridges. In Queens, the Grand Central Parkway eastbound accident still takes out two lanes over at Parsons Boulevard, exit 16. You're backed up to Jewel Avenue over at exit 11. In Manhattan, the FDR drive southbound accident at exit 12 near 63rd Street. You backed up all the way to the RFK Triborough Bridge over at exit 17. 
And there is the usual trolling traffic on the Bruckner Expressway going eastbound as you head from the Bronx to Queens. It takes you over the RFK Triborough. And as you head from the George Washington Bridge over from the Jersey side heading to I-95, there's the usual building traffic there as you head toward I-87. Alternate side parking and meter rules there in effect today and garbage and recycling is on schedule. Let's take another look right now at our exclusive WKRB forecast. Really, with all the turmoil that's happening in the middle of the country, in our neck of the woods, there is not a lot to complain about. Uh, We're going to have beautiful sunny skies the next couple of days, but there is a bit of a storm chance tomorrow. It's not a washout by any means of the imagination. It's really Thursday night we have to worry about. And then maybe on Memorial Day weekend, on Memorial Day on Monday, uh, early storms in the morning, but the rest of the afternoon that day should be good. Speaking of Memorial Day weekend, really any of the three days is the best pick. Uh, the warmest day and probably the best day, some would say, would be Sunday. Highs around 86 on Sunday. Uh, if you want cooler temperatures, then Saturday is the day for you. Monday is ranking in third just because of those early possible thunderstorms, but Anyway, for this afternoon, we'll have sunny skies, highs around 74. Tonight, we'll have a chance to showers, mainly in the early morning, otherwise partly cloudy. <coughs> Excuse me, lows around 59. Tomorrow for your Thursday, we'll have a chance to showers, mainly before 9 o'clock, otherwise mostly cloudy, highs around 74. Thursday night, we'll have a chance of showers and thunderstorms before midnight, and another slight chance of showers in after midnight, otherwise mostly cloudy, gradually becoming mostly clear, uh, lows around 62. And then on Friday, another beauty out there, sunny, highs around 74. Currently outside right now, it is 61 degrees and sunny. Humidity is at 40%, the winds are out of the north at 5 miles per hour. 61 degrees, we are going up to around 74 this afternoon. WKRB News Time now, 10.08. Let's talk some business news on this Wednesday. Stocks are starting off slightly lower. Opening bell rang at 9.30 this morning. Uh, The Dow Jones Industrial Average is currently down 51 points to 25,825. The S&P 500 is down 5 points. And the NASDAQ is down 13 points. And overseas in Bangkok, Thailand, an appeals court there has upheld a 10 million bakht, that's 313,000 in American dollars if you want to do the math, judgment against a British activist who was sued by a fruit canning company whose workers complained of alleged labor abuses. Bangkok's Prakong Court uh, yet today uh, rejected the appeal of Andy Hall of his March 2018 civil defamation conviction, ordering him to pay damages to Natural Fruit Company Limited, a Thai pineapple company. The case was one of several stemming from a 2013 report that Hall researched for a Finnish consumer organization, Finwatch, and included allegations by migrant workers from Myanmar at Natural Fruits canning operation, that the company abused them and broke labor regulations. Another appeals court last year dismissed a criminal convictions, criminal defamation suit against Hall for the same affair, 
accepting that the allegations should be made public. WKRB News Time now 10:10. When we come back on the update this morning, it'll be time to talk national news, including how a museum, an aquarium actually, has built what is believed to be one of the world's largest habitats for sea dragons. It's the uh, lesser-known cousin of the seahorse. But we will lead off next with the House Intelligence Committee. Uh, They have postponed a meeting to enforce a subpoena against the Justice Department. We'll tell you why they did that in just one minute. This is the update with Brandon Julian on a Wednesday morning, another hump day in the month of May. You're on 90.3 WKRB. News for New Yorkers who never stop moving. You're listening to The Update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Rich is just a really, really, really good guy. The term good egg isn't enough to describe him. He's also certified organic and free range. Rich puts the cap back on everything. The toothpaste, the olive oil, the shampoo, everything. He lets his 10-year-old nephew beat him at virtual tennis, even though he can straight up slay his 10-year-old nephew in virtual tennis. When the toilet paper is running low, Rich replaces the roll on the actual holder, not just on the back of the toilet. Rich is texting and driving. Rich, no. What are you doing, Rich? I was just telling everyone how great you are. Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Listen to us on Mixcloud to learn more about the stories that matter to you. And did you miss out on any episode of The Update? Listen to us anytime at Mixcloud.com slash the WKRB update. Welcome back to the update, Brandon Julian here at 90.3 WKRB. We are also streaming online on WKRB.org. Our WKRB news time is now 10:13. It is time to talk some national news on this Wednesday. And we begin this morning in Washington with the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee has now postponed a meeting to enforce a subpoena against the Justice Department. This comes after the department agreed to hand over a cache of documents that are related to special counsel Robert Mueller's report. California Representative Adam Schiff said that the committee will, quote, begin turning over to the committee 12 categories of counterintelligence and foreign intelligence materials as part of an initial rolling production. Uh, Yesterday, the department offered to provide documents if the committee agreed not to enforce the subpoena. Schiff had said that the panel would take enforcement action, but had not specified if that would be contempt of Congress or some other sort of action. Uh, This agreement is a rare detente in the escalating tensions between Congress and President Trump's administration over oversight matters. 
In other news this morning overseas in, uh, excuse me, I should say out west in Denver, uh, Christopher Cleary's arrest for posting a Facebook thread to kill, quote, as many girls as I see, fit a pattern of behavior for a troubled man with a history of terrorizing women he met over the Internet. Uh, Cleary's plea deal with Utah prosecutors fits a pattern of lenient punishments, a common outcome for cyberstalking and online harassment cases. Uh, a judge was scheduled to sentence the 27-year-old Denver man tomorrow must decide whether to accept prosecutors' recommended sentence of probation. An Associated Press review of police and court records show at least eight people since 2012 have contacted authorities to accuse Cleary of stalking or harassing them. But there is no record of a prison sentence for Cleary in any of the cases that were reported to police. Caribbean News Time is now 10.15. Out in La Jolla, California, there's an aquarium that has built what is believed to be one of the world's largest habitats for sea dragons, the lesser-known cousin of the seahorse. Uh, The Birch Aquarium at the Scripps Institution of Oceanography at the University of California, San Diego, hopes that the exhibit will lead to the leafy sea dragon being bred for the first time in captivity. The sea dragons' native populations off Australia are being threatened by pollution, warming oceans, and the illegal pet and alternative medicine trades. Few aquariums actually have sea dragons. There are only two types of sea dragons, the leafy and the weedy, and each represents its own genus. Both kinds are found only in a small area of temperate waters off the southern and western coasts of Australia. The California exhibit opened earlier this month. Meanwhile, this morning, back in Washington, children's health researchers say that uncertainty about funding from the EPA is now jeopardizing or ending long-running studies about the harm that's posed by pesticides and other pollution. The EPA and the National Institute of Environmental Health Sciences have jointly provided more than $300 million over two decades for research on how pollutants affect fetuses and children. Those findings have often led to increased pressure on the EPA for tighter regulations. The Trump administration has asked Congress to cut EPA funding for the research. But EPA spokespeople deny that the agency is cutting funding outright, but say it can't commit to future funding. Tracy Woodruff at the University of California at San Francisco says researchers are scrambling to find alternative funding or winding down work. WKRB News Time is now 1017. And finally this morning, in the race for 2020, Joe Biden's presidential campaign says he wants Congress to enshrine abortion rights into federal law, quote, should it become necessary. Biden outlined his position after several of his 2020 Democratic rivals highlighted the issue. Uh, Several senators who are running for president have answered a recent flood of state abortion restrictions, 
with calls for a federal statute codifying abortion rights protections that now depend on the Supreme Court's 1973 decision in Roe v. Wade. In an earlier campaign video yesterday, Biden didn't address the idea of congressional action. Instead, he said that Roe is the law of the land and must be protected. Uh, Biden's campaign later confirmed that he'd back legislation. Biden's position has evolved over his many decades in public life, and he often cites his Catholic faith that teaches that abortion is morally wrong. We'll be back with the celebrity birthdays for today when the update with Brian and Julian for a Wednesday morning returns in just two minutes. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a warm fleece on a cold I want to day. Be a football I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. If you're a single man under the age of 35, you'd probably like to know what the ladies are looking for on an online dating site. A guy who had a few drinks and later got pulled over for buzz driving. See, that could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. And doesn't a guy who's back living with his parents but calls them my roommates just scream Mr. Right? Buzzed, busted, and broke. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Man, do I love card night. You ready, boys? You got a king? Go fish that. Oh, come on. <laughs> this is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no, that's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison, why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. From New York City, doing business in the same location since 1904, this is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. This is the update, and it is time to talk about our celebrity birthdays. Actor Michael Constantine is 92 years old. Business magnate T. Boone Pickens is 91. Conductor Peter Nero is 85. Actor and director Richard Benjamin is 81, and so is actor Frank Converse. Former CNN anchor Bernard Shaw is 79. Actress Barbara Parkins is 77. Retired MLB All-Star pitcher Tommy John is 76. Songwriter Bernie Toppin is 69. Actor and producer Al Corley is 64. Senator Lisa Murkowski, the Republican from Arizona, is 62. Singer Morrissey is 60. 
Actress Ann Cusack is 58, and so is country musician Dana Williams from Diamond Rio. Rock musician Jesse Valenzuela is 57. Uh, actor Mark Christopher Lawrence is 55. Former White House Press Secretary Jay Carney is 54. Rhythm and blues singer Johnny Gill from New Edition is 53. Rock musician Dan Roberts from Crash Test Dummies is 52. And so is actress Brooke Smith. Actor Michael Kelly is 50. Model Naomi Campbell is 49. Actress Anna Bel- Belknap is 47. And so is actress Allison Eastwood. Singer Donnell Jones is 46. Actor Sean Gunn is 45, and so is actress A.J. Langer. Actress Jennifer Goodwin is 41. Rhythm and blues singer Vivian Green is 40, and so is actress Maggie Q. Olympic gold medal speed skater Apollo Anton Ono is 37. Actress Molly Ephraim from Last Man Standing is 33. Tennis player Novak Djokovic is 32. Actress Anna Berishminkov from Superior Donuts is 27. And actress Carmen Bicondova is 20. Those are the celebrity birthdays for this May the 22nd. There's a new movie theater in Texas. It was created just for dog lovers. Canine Cinemas in Plano provides a place for humans to watch their favorite movies with their canine. We have a couple of honorable mentions to tell you about when the update with Brandon Julian returns in just 60 seconds. Driving means freedom, exploration, fun, pride, flexibility, protection, friendship, independence. Distracted driving means danger, recklessness, irresponsible, chaos, police, devastation, injury, death. Safe driving means staying alert and staying alive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. Listen, my life changed because someone was there to get me to use drugs. No one can understand. People think that having someone who will listen makes it better. I need help. I'm listening. I need help. I think that having someone who will listen makes it better. People understand. No one can get me to use drugs. My life changed because someone was there to listen. Go to heretolisten.com for tips and tools to turn addiction around. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Did you miss a live edition of The Update? Be sure to check out The Update podcast. Get local national news, sports, an honorable mention, and more in 15 minutes or less. Search for The Update with Brandon Julian on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Also, check out the extra update after each show on Facebook Live and IGTV for a headline check and another look at the exclusive WKRB forecast. Welcome back to the update. Brandy Julian here. 90.3 WKRB. Also streaming online, WKRB.org. Our WKRB news time now, 1025. Just enough time for a couple of our honorable mentions. Down in Plano, Texas, uh, there's a new movie theater there that was created that was specifically just for dog lovers. Canine, uh, canine Cinemas uh, in Plano provides a place for humans to watch their favorite movies with their canine. Uh, they offer treats for your dog, bottomless wine, and whiskey for you, 
and comfy sofas for both. Uh, if you're under 21, the $15 ticket includes your dog's admission and free soft drinks instead of wine and liquor. Of course, uh, there are rules. Uh, you have to clean up after your pet, and you must bring papers proving that your dog is up to date on all of their shots. Uh, in addition to movies, it also holds themed event nights like Tuesday Church, Wednesday Karaoke, and Thursday Trivia. Uh, you can find more information at www.caninecinemas.com if you're interested, or if you live in Texas, either one. Uh, uh, we're going to mention who can beat James Holhauser on Jeopardy uh, tomorrow. Uh, but uh, we will end this morning, our honorable mentions, down in Alabama, where as John Oliver would say, Alabama, boldly, face, boldly facing the inevitable since 1863. <laughs> uh, down in Alabama, uh, public TV there uh, is refusing to air an episode of the children's TV show Arthur that features a same-sex wedding. Uh, rather than airing the episode of beloved teacher Mr. Ratburn getting married, Alabama Public TV opted to show a rerun from a previous season. Uh, the episode, Mr. Ratburn and the Someone Special, originally aired on May 13th as the premiere of the 22nd season. It prompted widespread praise online from supporters of LGBT rights. Uh, the, P the episode is still available to stream on the official PBS website. Just go to pbskids.org. Uh, slash Arthur, and I presume just type up Mr. Ratburn and the someone special. WKRB News Time is now 1028. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for traffic and weather together. Final check of your rail conditions if you're heading out to the subway right now. Uh, you have delays. Some of your northbound 5 trains are express, 3rd Avenue, 149th Street to East 180th Street because the train's brakes were automatically activated at 180th Street, so allow some additional travel time there. Also, your 456-B-D-F-M-G-J-Z-L-N-Q-R-W, the Rockaway Park Shuttle, and the Staten Island Railway, they all have midday planned work on them. For more in-depth information, you can check your customer information center at your local subway station under weekday work. You can check mta.info, or you can download the MyMTA app. Other than that, your 1, 2, 3, 7 A, C, and E trains, they do not have planned work on them or delayed, so they should be running on or close to schedule. Alternate site parking and meter rules, they are in effect today, and garbage and recycling is on schedule. Final look at our forecast. We'll have a beautiful sunny day today. Highs around 74. Tonight we'll have a chance of showers, uh, mainly after in the early morning before the sunrise. Otherwise, partly cloudy lows around 59. Tomorrow for your Thursday, a chance of showers, mainly in the early morning. Otherwise, mostly cloudy. Highs around 74. And then on Friday, sunny skies again. Highs around 74. Currently outside right now, 61 degrees and sunny, humidity at 40%. The winds are at the north at 5 miles per hour. 61 degrees, we're going up to around 74 this afternoon. 
Our thought for today is from Laurence Olivier, a British actor born on this date in 1907 and died in 1989. Our thought for today is we have all, at one time or another, been performers, and many of us still are politicians, playboys, cardinals, and kings. I'm going to let you guys ponder on that. As we say, in the words of Walter Cronkite, that's the way it is. Wednesday, May the 22nd, 2019. That is the update on this Wednesday. I'm Brandon Julian. We appreciate you joining us. Hoping your news is good news. We're back tomorrow morning at 9.30 for all of us here at WKRB. Thanks for joining us. Get out there and enjoy this beautiful sunny day we have. Beautiful day to go at the beach, take a walk on the boardwalk. Whatever you want to do, get out there and enjoy it. Thanks for joining us. And of course, as always, thanks for having us in for news.